Hey, this is DJ Crash with KNON Now in Dallas, Texas, and I'm speaking with Kiki Rockwell of Auckland, New Zealand, and she is a producer, mixer, and musician. I think Kiki arrived from a pagan dimension full of magic <laughs> and joy de vivre, and it's an honor to talk to you. Thank you, Kiki, for, for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. It's so exciting to be here. Well, great. Uh, it's it's really, really cool to speak to. I've, I've really never been more excited to, uh, about a new and emerging artist. Oh. And, <laughs> yeah, and I mean that. And um, so congratulations on the release of Bleeding Out in a Forest, which was your EP released at the end of 2022, mm -hmm. right? Yes, correct. Thank you. And can you talk to me a little bit more, Kiki, about kind of what you know, what you're creating and maybe, maybe sort of describe your videos or your music, if it's possible to put that into words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I've always been fascinated with storytelling and narratives and folklore. And um, my mother's German and she raised me on these really dark fairy tales. And I was always completely captured by, um, by them. And I think for me, when I'm, when I'm writing songs and producing songs, they always start as like a little story and something that is fully formed as a narrative. And then and then it works its way into a, into a melody, into a beat and stuff like that. But for me, like I, the main goal with my, my work is to take someone, you know, into a little pocket of the universe that has its own, um, own vibe to it, if that makes sense. Um, and I always, yeah, I always know that a song is going to be good if I really feel excited by the narrative of it. So is it, I guess what you're saying is the poetry or the lyrics come first? Definitely. Um, it's definitely the um, the story itself. So like I'll almost write it like a little poem or short story into my notes on my phone, and then I'll kind of take it like a puzzle and rearrange it so it works as a, you know, a, a song format and rhymes and has the right kind of flow to it. Yeah, very good. And um, so at the moment, uh, I think you told me you're, you're most excited about Madeline. Yes, um, yeah. And 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 is that because of the video or because of the lyrics or 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 both? Um, I mean, I love Madeline because she's like almost a bit of an alter ego. She's a, you know, a woman in a man's world, and she is a feared and a feared captain of the sea. And the story is just, I um, this little scene I had in my head of like kind of, you know, she's parked up on some island and she's trying to recruit new crew for her, uh, almost like a pirate crew. And there's a girl on the line you know wanting to be recruited and she's trying to talk her out of it because she knows you know like what she had to go through and she's like you know girl like please <laughs> you're not you know I think the lyrics is like you know your your arms are far too skinny and you never last a day amongst my men and it's like this conversation back and forth and every year she tries again and in the end she's like look I'll let you join but you have to work twice as hard as the men and get half the pay and in the end you will I'll let you rise up and take my place so you know she she convinces her in the end but this little scene of this um recruitment process in like a dark cabin or something really hooked me and then the kind of song was just sort of revolving around that scene and um yeah again like that was just like a little a story in my head that I really wants to quote unquote bring to life in the song form very cool but your songs seem to be about rebirth or reinvention do I, yeah. do I have my finger on it yeah absolutely um actually someone asked me like I'm bleeding out in a forest it sounds pretty morbid and like I, that was the first time I had seen or you know considered that to be a morbid title. Personally, I was like, oh gosh, I'm, I suppose bleeding on a forest sounds pretty awful. But to me, it is about rebirth and reinvention and allowing the old self to die in order to become 
like who you're actually meant to become. Um, I think I started creating music um, after quite a painful breakup and like it's it's kind of the classic, you know, shedding of the old self and old life and actually trying to figure out who you really are and what you actually want, not like as a, you know, as a half person. I hear you. <laughs> um, and uh, so I guess what I'm also hearing you say is that in a previous life, you were a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, who knows, but I do, I do often, and I have since I was very, very little, have gone to places or learned about, you know, a certain time in history, something and felt very strongly in my bones that we have all lived many lives. Um, and I guess learning how to tap into memories that are probably only in your subconscious and, you know, yeah. letting that flow through in your art is kind of like my goal, really. And that's what I strive for every day. Good. I, th I think I think you're onto something there. I do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, hey, so let's talk a minute about where fans, where music fans and um, great video fans can find mm. your music. Um, I know you posted it. You're on Tidal and Pandora and Spotify and YouTube Music, Apple Music. But is there a place you want fans to go? What is your preference? Yeah. I mean, like you said, I'm pretty much on all platforms. But I'm, for me personally, like what I'm really interested in creating is a full audio and visual experience. So I'd say if you want the full Kiki Koko experience, YouTube is definitely the place to get it. You know, watch the video while listening to the song because I've tried my best to create a whole little mo like movie film for that song. Um, Cup Run of is is um, very Game of Thrones- um, dark fantasy inspired so we put a lot of a lot of work into that you know learn how to sword fight yeah. and stunt ride and, and we had a huge crew and like chain mail and I got plate armor made for me which I still have in my room it's like my favorite thing I own so definitely uh YouTube and just you know full screen it just let yourself be absorbed into that song and into that world that I have built around that song heck yeah man so you mentioned <laughs> cup, cup runneth over and um so is this a, is this where we should talk for a moment about uh the costumes you have in all of these great <laughs> videos because Absolutely. Uh, yeah they look great and authentic and uh so yeah. props and high fives and well done <laughs> well thank you that means a lot um my uh you know when I was just starting out music I was still working as a costume stylist that was my quote-unquote day job and I learned a lot about um textiles and you know making things look authentically from a time and using fabrics and and so I like to me I'm I'm absolute perfectionist every single detail has to look authentic like I know it's just a music video but to me I'm like we cannot use like you know plastic chain mail or like a fabric that would you know that is like wouldn't have existed in that era so yeah Cup Runth Over is set roughly like 1400s 1500s um and we spent a lot of time creating these characters to look like they could be really from that era yeah, for sure. And same old and same old energy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a funny one because that was like one of the first that was like the second music video I ever made. And like I had like no followers, like no budget. I just literally called my childhood best friend and we used to make little like skits and movies together. And I say movies, I mean we'd go out in the forest and like film things on a you know, a phone. And she was in film school at the time and I said, Look, like I just I wrote the song Same Old Energy and I just have this idea and it's set loosely, you know. In, in around the Salem witch trials and there are these girls that have this, in, this 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 wilderness and there's a you know a man trying to like just rain them in and it's not working and I see a fire and I see girls just going feral around this fire and 
like, do you want to make it with me? And she said, you know, like, I don't know how to do it, but let's, let's do it. So we just, we just, uh, you know, learn on the way. And I roped in all my friends to be my fellow, um, you know, co-stars. And I uh, actually got my next door neighbor to play the villain. Um, I, I saw him at a, at a, like a neighborhood barbecue and I looked at him and was like, oh my gosh, like he yeah. would make the best villain. Like I just looked yeah. at his eyebrows and I, I said, hey, Steve, you know, like, have you ever done any acting? And he said, um, absolutely not. And I was like, hey, perfect. You're, <laughs> you're in, <laughs> you're, you got the job, dude. And he was amazing. Yeah. He like, gosh, like I was like, you need to go to theater or something. He was so good. And the whole thing just like, I mean, we had like a budget of like literally like 2000 New Zealand dollars, which is like probably like one and a half grand in America. But like, I don't know how we pulled it off, but we just, we did it with the love of everyone. And 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 it's at like 2.1 million views on YouTube now, which I we literally thought maybe a thousand people would see it. So it's just, yeah. it's been amazing. And just the amount of messages I get from, especially women and like queer folk are saying that this is such a anthem for them. And it's just really in like, shifted something for them that's like the biggest reward i could you know ever ask for for being an artist all right and you're talking about the song same old energy yes that's right. right so and i think you sing in that song history repeats yeah so right. yeah so so yeah, yeah to, uh, all right so for the uninitiated uh please mm -hmm. you know walk us through that tell me your your purpose your message your mission in that song absolutely um so really it was for me just I was doing a lot of reading about kind of the witch trials and um, how literally many of them were just, you know, um, condemned for the most ridiculous things, you know, for being out too late, for having their own, you know, um, you know, choices in terms of their sexual life and, you know, having a mark on them, have, being unmarried at a certain age, just like the most ridiculous things. And I was like, man, us women have just literally been dealing with the same themes for thousands of years and like yes things have changed but there's just so much work yet to do and I was like it's just it really shocked me and I just felt a lot of um I guess rage in me and yeah it turned into that song and like one, same old energy was um one of those songs that really just all the lyrics f fell out of me at like 3am you know it's one of those songs you just you almost channeling something I really think that you're just a vessel for a creative idea and it, I just let myself be open to it and then the next morning I woke up I was like oh I think I wrote a song and I was like you know so many lyrics and I had to like strip some back because it was, it was actually just too long but I really felt like um it was a very important song to write that that's fantastic and especially if it comes to you at three at three o'clock in the morning because uh the that's, hour. <laughs> yeah that's a, yeah. right and that's that's a message <laughs> from another dimension to you Kiki absolutely it's it's the best time to write my sleeping schedule's whack <laughs> but um yeah, yeah absolutely that's unbelievable that's really cool <laughs> thank you so all right so i've mentioned a couple times but you tell listeners what the name of your ep is please yes so my ep is called bleeding out in a forest and it it, it dropped at the end of 2022 yes that's correct and hey. uh yeah <laughs> no i'm sorry you you go no, I just want to say I like have so many songs coming. Um, I have a new song out next Friday. Oh, in New Zealand. okay. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I just jumped that on you. <laughs> right. No, no, no. This is the juicy stuff. All right, all yeah. right. So, so talk slow. Tell me, I'm going to make all oh. these notes. All right. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> speak very quickly. I think it's a Kiwi thing, so I'm going to try and enunciate. But <laughs> it's out on the 27th of January in New Zealand, so I believe that's probably the 26th for you guys, but. It is called From Persephone, and it's it's a retelling of the Hades and Persephone myth, but from her perspective, 
And it's her pretty much saying, hey, I wasn't taken. I chose to leave. Like, I, I wanted to co-rule the underworld. And, and it'll have a video? Yes, sure it is. <laughs> and, and so that's what's dropping on the 27th. Absolutely. And it'll be on YouTube, Spotify, everything. But if you want to get the full experience, watch it with the, the visuals on YouTube. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did that one hit you at 3 a.m.? I just want to know. <laughs> Always. Or 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 when I'm dr trying to drive somewhere yeah. and I'm like, this is the worst timing possible. Like, please don't give me a song. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's crazy. It's like, I don't think I've ever intentionally sat down to write a song. It's they come at me always in the most inconvenient time. I have to pull over my car and like sit in some random car park and write a song. It's yep. it's great. I love it. I'll, I respect yep. it, but it is very, very um, sporadic. <laughs> yeah. Kiki, you've got to do it. You have to pull over. You have to park and Absolutely. You, have to, you have to do it then and you have to write it down. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. And sometimes it's nice not having the distraction of having, you know, your full laptop and set up because then you just get you know you get excited about beats and stuff like something about sitting in your car and just like banging against the the glass window and just having having to strip the song back you can really like see if it works like just on a very stripped back level and that's kind of like my litmus test there's there's kind of something magic about being alone in your own car um mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. interesting that you touch on that because no, I feel it as well. It, it it's, mm. it's definitely a little safe spot or a, I don't know what to call it, a creative zone or something, but yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. And so um, be prepared to pull over a lot, I hope, in 2023. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that's great news. Hey, you were talking about putting together a video with virtually no budget mm -hmm. and recruiting a neighbor and recruiting your friends. <laughs> and, you know, and, and doing it for the first time and, and you made it work. And then, I mean, first off, a couple of questions. What did it feel like when all of a sudden you're at 500,000 and then you're at a million views? I mean, what, tell me that feeling. <laughs> well, I mean, I really have to thank TikTok to leading people to YouTube. So I really started um, teasing little sections of the music video on TikTok and those started to like really get a lot of attention. And it's just such a great platform to meet your exact audience you know like my music and my art is definitely not for everyone and I I don't want to make music or art for everyone but the people that get it like really get it so like it was just really meant I could funnel and find the exact right All fan right, base so and also I'm sorry also like we yeah yeah um well like I said Ashara Ardeline my my you know my best friends and director we literally like got more this sounds crazy but I think it's because we're like not very good at maths but <laughs> we got like more excited over like 10,000 people than like 500,000 because it gets to a point where like your brain can't even really fathom or like understand how many people that is. You just like start to go like, oh, what, you know, whereas like 10,000, it just means like, oh, people are actually watching this. And then it gets past that. And you can't even like picture that many people in a room or something, but it's just, I still pinch myself because like we didn't have any marketing or advertising budget. You know, we just kind of organically grew, grew the views, which is like so, so great. Cause it means people are actually like seeking it out and telling their friends and like, it feels very, old school in a way <laughs> man that, that, that's really interesting and a cool perspective about numbers yeah <laughs> how as humans we can't we can't process anything that's mm. beyond yeah and um and congratulations on that this is dj crash with knon now in dallas speaking with kiki rockwell and you mentioned tiktok so on tiktok obviously it's under just under your name right yeah yeah my uh tiktok is 
Kiki, oh my gosh, let me take this. I should know this off my card. I'm on TikTok all the time. Yeah, it's Kiki Baby Rockwell. Oh yeah. So I don't okay. I don't know why the baby's in there. It just it just kind of rolls off the tongue. So if you just go at Kiki Baby Rockwell and like yeah, that's that's me. And I I do a lot of things with fantasy and costumes. So it's like elves, pirates, witches, all that good stuff. So <laughs> yeah, outstanding, outstanding. Okay, I, yeah. For for a second, I thought your your TikTok was kiki effing awesome rockwell or something <laughs> what <laughs> that's kidding. that's the dupe that's a... <laughs> that'll be yeah that's all right that's okay hey um yeah <laughs> so in putting together a video like that i i there's another artist that i follow and yeah. the name of her band is the voluptuous horror of karen black it sounds uh, amazing they're an american post-punk american punk and post-punk band um, oh yeah and uh, her name is Kimbra Fowler, and she calls she calls it availabism, meaning that she also started her artistic um, creations mm. video and on stage um, costuming and all of that mm. uh, with just what was available around her. And you know that yeah. that word stuck with yeah. me. And then when you're describing so all cool. of this, yeah, it it just kind of connected a dot there. So that's so cool. I I love that. And yeah, I, I think that's so good. And, you know, you can always be like, oh, I'm not quite ready, but just you gotta look at things. You know, I mean, like for same old energy, I literally, all the costumes were either I made them or I like thrifted them. We had to get real thrifty. Um, a few things we like rented, like, but all the skirts, bonnets, um, aprons and stuff, I just sat on my floor for like a week and sewed them because I was like, I, we, we can't just go buy them. So like, I just bought a bunch of, vintage bed sheets and turn those into skirts and stuff because I also knew that they would get absolutely grass stained and sooty from the fire so like if I try to you know hire them from a costume place they'd probably not be returnable so I just yeah I just just kind of like I mean gosh we have YouTube you can teach yourself anything and I have always loved being involved in every single aspect of my work and I you know if, if I feel like I can probably do it I'll just try to teach myself and you know, save a, save a couple of bucks. <laughs> yeah, man. So producer, mixer, musician, singer, and uh, costume. Apron maker. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They're not great. Don't look at them up close, but they work, you know, as a the wide shot. That's good. Oh, the wide <laughs> shot. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, but, but look, same old energy, cup runners over. I mean, these look like very physically demanding videos to make. Yeah. I mean, I, I do my own stunts, but yeah, no. I guess I guess I don't even to be honest when you're when you're in a role when you're when you're channeling something and you're on set like it's almost like I need someone on set to like reel me in and be like okay don't do that like you might get hurt because I just I just want to get the best video possible right so like yeah. even like something like when I was riding that massive horse in Cup Runneth Over like I mean I've done some riding lessons and stuff but you're always wearing a helmet and stuff and now you're like you know on this muddy ground and don't have a helmet and like technically that's I guess risky and stuff but like I don't know. I just, I just want, I want the best video possible. And I kind of don't even think about risk in the moment. And only in hindsight, I'm like, Oh, I could have gotten hurt, I guess. Cause like, especially stunt fighting those two massive dudes, like the ground, like we'd practice in a hall, you know, with sneakers and we're like, Hey, we've got the choreography down for the sword fight. You get to sit and it's just it's middle of winter mud everywhere. And you're just sliding around and you know, one misstep and you, you know, they're not sharp swords, but it's still a stick in the face still hurts. So we've all got a couple of bruises and stuff, but it's absolutely worth it. It's so fun. Wow. Um, and 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 put together a difficult video like that. Um, just, you know, props and high fives. 
that's, that's thank really you. Cool. But but also weren't I mean even the fire it looked like the fire <laughs> oh yeah blow, blown in your direction right on you or something too. You know? you know what? I'm glad you noticed that. I feel like no one else really understands. Well, not understands, but no one really pointed that out because like like okay, we want a really massive fire. And first of all, we're like, I, you know, we got to sit and like we got all these girls that are mostly like, you know, people I've known for my life. And obviously they're having a great time. So them it's just like a party, you know, they're eating snacks and getting to know each other. But like we're, you know, we're not stressing, but we're like, hey, what if we can't even light the fire? Like what if the fire just doesn't light? Like how embarrassing. Yeah. We're all we're yeah. all here. But and we light it and like the thing just it is just huge and like you can see it's a big fire in the beginning when it's still like massive and the I didn't account for how much just heat that large of a fire creates and you know we wanted all the girls in a big circle on a fire and like on one side of your face you can just feel this intense heat and we have to do this dance move where we like back bend and we kind of do this like creepy like back bend arch and the sparks were like flying into our face and I was like okay guys like yeah. don't forget if you if you light on fire just drop and roll you know like my sister there with a fire extinguisher. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so lucky. Oh my gosh. So- <laughs> no one got hurt though. Like, I'm so happy. So it completely D- DIY. I mean, just yeah. completely DIY uh, ethic uh, for um, or I, ethos, really, for, for making a fire it video. Is, it is honestly like, oh, no, I like your pun there. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I just thinking back on it, like, it was so DIY, like, that I even, like, got the firewood from the side of the road for free because I was yeah. like I don't want to buy I like I right. there was just a big pile and it said yeah. free firewood and I was like that's from the universe like honestly when you when you conspire to make something everything like if it's meant to happen like just little things like that they just come into your path and like yeah you're you're meant to be yeah. the villain you're meant to be the firewood like just everything was just working in our favor yeah. and I, I really felt it was because of, I mean this was had to be made um, yeah so, and yeah Kiki isn't there a message there that we all need to be more aware of that because sometimes mm-hmm. there are things right in front of us and mm-hmm. our job is to notice the obvious, mm-hmm. but in our busy life, maybe it's not obvious, but these are, these are, these are gifts from the universe. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then the more you tune into them, the more you notice them and then the more they appear and it's like a loop, you know? Yeah. And and really there's a loop in this conversation, you, you know, you <laughs> No, you're talking about history repeats, yeah. right? Same old energy. But also, you know, the from Madeline, you know, you mm-hmm. you, you identify with this 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 seafaring pirate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that that uh, you know that you feel as that that maybe was you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And um, there's a funny feeling when you go on a you know. I mean, I've always lived near the ocean, and I could just stand up on a cliff and stare at the sea for hours and just they like create stories in my head and I think that I think not everyone feels like that you know some people feel like that when they're in the forest or you know but yeah. I think our bodies remember environments and for me as well when I go to the, the snowy mountains I I feel in my bones that this is the right kind of climate and place for me to be like I feel very at home whereas some nope. people, like some people hate the cold you know like it's it's interesting that we all have our places Kiki this is the most romantic thing anyone has ever told me because <laughs> I also believe that the ocean has yeah. its own life and I could, oh, yeah. I could stare at it also all day long. And I, I right? think it's, really, it's living, it's breathing and it's talking to me. That's what uh-huh. I think. Absolutely. And it demands so much respect. Like the ocean here in New Zealand, like especially on the West coast is, you know, we have, they have their own rescue show because it's so dangerous and the waves are huge and there's, a, there's rips everywhere. And growing up in New Zealand as a kid, you learn to read the ocean because you have to, otherwise, you will get stuck in a rip or something so like 
you really learn the language of the ocean very young and um yeah. you just have an immense amount of respect for it because as soon as you like get cocky like it will just you know you'll right. get held under a set of something like okay i'm not in charge here so there's a real like um beautiful power to it i guess but, yeah it's yeah. uh it's 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 a living breathing being absolutely um, um wow very cool do you when you when you respect the, when you learn to listen or learn to communicate learn to uh read the ocean as you put it um mm. does that mean all five senses yeah absolutely um and then there's almost like a sixth sense so like I, I don't know like you almost can tell when there's going to be a big set or something and like it's just this kind of electricity in the air but maybe it's just all the other people like you know having a bit of fear pheromones too and you're kind of like it's like herd mentality like oh something's coming oh. like I used to surf quite a bit as a child and just like that feeling of like you just know a massive set's gonna roll in and like it's terrifying like I won't lie but there's yeah absolutely you gotta you gotta have your wits about you <laughs> very cool thank you for bringing the femme energy to modern music Kiki. thank you yeah honestly we need we need more story by women for women because I mean, even like, cause I love fantasy, right. And like films and TV, but like, even my favorite ones, I'm like, this is still like for the boys in a way, like, yes, it's for the girls too, but like it's centering around a guy's story and like, they'll have like strong characters, but they are aiding his story. And I'm like, sometimes like we need to tell the stories for our own audience because we kind of have loved the experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the, it's the female gaze and um, yeah, we just need more of that. So I just like, want to say if, if you're a, a woman or a non-binary person you want to get into music or producing like especially producing like I used to be so intimidated because it just seems like such a man's game you know but like you can just like literally get garage band and start messing around that's what I did and you just make a thousand things and and you learn and everyone's got a story they want to tell so just you can definitely just teach yourself you're so but... right <laughs> thank you thank you, for thank you. and is it is it fair to say that uh, you know as a creative maybe as a female creative um, it's okay to, this would apply to any creative, that it's okay to embark on your endeavor. And and it's probably a good sign if you're feeling doubt. And in other words, I, you know, mm. I think, I think someone quoted you as saying like, you were, you were like, is this going to flop? Is this going to, can we really make this video? You know, um, <laughs> and, and, but that's a sign of, that's a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You should definitely, um, I mean, gosh, I don't think it's possible to make art without a bit of doubt always in your mind. You know, and some days you feel it more than others. Some days you go to listen back to a song, and you go, ugh, what is music, you know? And then another day you're just on <laughs> fire and you make, you know? Because <laughs> I, I always say, I always say like songwriting is like, there's a really fine line between like moving and like, not cringe, but like, you know, you're writing about your own feelings and like that can be a little uncomfortable sometimes. But, yeah. you know, just just know that there's a rhythm and you can you can get back into it. Like if you have an off day, just don't, don't be too hard on yourself. This is a very wonderful conversation. Thank you, Kiki. Yeah. Positive <laughs> energy, and I, I really appreciate you. I do. Oh, um, thank you. That means a hey, lot. Uh, quick question. Were, were you born in San Francisco? I sure was. Yeah, my dad's my dad's one of the original hippies of San Fran. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I was born in San Fran, I think, near Marin County, I think, somewhere. Yeah. And I was I was there for the first, like, six years of my life. My mom's German, so then we moved to Germany, um, yeah. spent some time there, and then they, they both my parents decided that New Zealand sounds like an amazing place to raise kids. So we came here when I was like seven, and um, I guess pretty Kiwi now by by culture you're, and by you, pro you probably think I sound Kiwi. <laughs> you're Kiwi now, but but you hold two citizenships. Yeah, yeah, I do. Which I'm, I feel really grateful for. 
Heck yeah, man. Yeah, and it's actually, yes, sir. <laughs> easier to travel to America now. So come on over to Dallas. Honestly, I really want to. I think actually I was looking at like my demographics or something and like apparently my most listeners, like the number one city is um, Dallas, I think. Oh, right. Or, yeah, or Austin, yeah. somewhere in Texas, or maybe just it's state, but it was definitely Texas. And then America's like the number one country. So like yeah. I absolutely have to come over and like I, I just know like I'm just going to love Texas and I just want to like, you know, live my best with like Western life. So <laughs> just, just probably want to awesome, retire. <laughs> there are some awesome fans here that would uh, love to see you. And I, oh, I, yeah. I spun Madeline on my radio show uh, this week. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. That's wonderful. You're very welcome. And and kind of maybe, maybe the last question here, but you had touched mm -hmm. on earlier um, uh, German fairy tales and mm. Like when you're creating these videos and these stories, are you are you kind of um, taking from that, or are you maybe creating your own new fairy tale? Definitely, I'm not intentionally taking from it. Like I'm not like I'm going to base this on a certain brother's grim story or something. But I just think your first five or six years of life, right? Like no, no matter what, no, no matter what, every media you consume like kind of forms your psyche. I think, and I think just hearing these stories and like over and over as as a young person just kind of like had now just informs me subconsciously so like yeah yeah I I don't intentionally do it but I know that it leads everything I do creatively just wanting that kind of folklore and I really also love mythology and and you know like fables and stuff like that the kind of my friend and I were talking about it the other day because we said you know how do some how do some lullabies or nursery rhymes just the melody is just forever in people's heads it's like the original hits right they wrote that hook and it just it just sticks because it's just the perfect little song and story so um yeah there's there's power in fairy tales absolutely yeah and there's also power in like that that mixture of fear and awe in a story when you're a kid you know you're just like you're covering your eyes but you want to see more because it's just so you know so interesting indeed and sometimes it helps kids i think adjust to handling uh the dark side of the world and that is you know a dark forest or whatever you know Exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think I was also like quite a little dark kid, but like I have this funny story. My mum's a, a therapist, right? So she obviously reads into things quite deeply. <laughs> and she, when I was like, I was like five and she said, oh, can you draw your inner self? Like, you know, pen and paper, just draw your inner self. And I saw the drawing and it's this like goblin ghoul elf girl with like all these like scars and like these big <clears throat> um, ears with piercings in them. And she was like, okay, <laughs> we're yeah. going to assist that. <laughs> But I feel like I've always had this, like, that kind of, uh, I don't even know what to call it. I just call it, like, goblin mode. <laughs> like, just a bit yeah, feral, goblin, you know? <laughs> that's what it is. Goblin. Well, look, how old were you? You were five? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> that's it. That was That's the inner you. That, that yeah, is, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Or the past life of Kiki. Yeah. Rock, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, kids, <laughs> I think kids are way more in touch with that because they're, like, you know, they're new into this one. So they still have some almost, like, echo from the last life. Yes. Um, all right. So I have to go write a song. <laughs> there you go. So end of January 2023 from Persephone. Do I have it right? Right. You have it right. Okay. We can find that on YouTube. Absolutely. All right, Kiki. Uh, look, I really appreciate you carving out time to spend it with me today. I really do. And um, anytime you have something new dropping or uh, any, anything, mm -hmm. you know, can we do this again? Absolutely. I'd love to. You have some very... um you know, interesting questions that actually make me think, which I really appreciate. So thank you.
Well, you're welcome. And I, I just want to tap into uh, your your connection to art, the world, femme energy, creating and 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 really, you know, and and like and to me, the song that kind of represents you is same old energy. And that is mm. uh, just bitch slapping, you know, uh, <laughs> patriarchy. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. You got to. <laughs> yeah. I've never been afraid to say what I think. Like, I've never yeah. really I don't really I don't really feel to myself. And I think. It's good. You gotta, you just gotta say what you think. You know, life's short. I'm not scared. So, <laughs> hey, do you mind if I email you uh, that artist I mentioned earlier too? I and, would love to. All right, good. And then I, so what, so what I'm going to do with this recording is we're going to edit it and put some, um, uh, some production on it, and yeah. then this will drop on the radio station um, um podcast page. Um, but uh, it's engineers to do that. It takes a few days or yeah. sometimes Absolutely. a little while, and um, yeah. And uh, but as soon as it is up and public, I will certainly let you know. But in the meantime, Yay. I'm going to keep spinning your songs. Hell yeah! Thank you so much. And I'll share I'll share on my on my Insta when it's out, and I'll get people to listen to it. Yeah, please stay in touch with me um, either through please. Instagram. Or, I got lots or, uh, or email. Yeah, absolutely. I got so much um, so much new music that I'm so excited to share. So we should definitely chat again. Well, good. That's what that's what. Look, this is going to be a great year for you, isn't it? Oh, it's honestly like I'm always like, oh, what if I have nothing else? To I have songs coming out the wazoo. Like I just can't keep up production wise. Like it's just so oh, I love it. I love it. I just love making songs. It's the best feeling in the whole world. So can, can I say <laughs> also, can, you know, and here, you know, I, I keep adding more things. I'm sorry. All right. And so, no, don't be sorry. <laughs> can, can I just say also that on Madeline? Um, yeah. You're I, I still sometimes just try to figure out why it haunts me because your voice, <laughs> your voice seems to float in the air. Really, this yes. is so interesting because I've gotten a few comments like that, being like something about this, like bewitches me. Ah, I, I mean, that's the goal, right? Like you yeah. can write ten songs, and then one of them will have that 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 like magic. And the key is you can know so much about music technically and be like, oh, it's because of the scale or whatever. But like sometimes there's just an unexplainable, you know, mystery kind of feeling in a song and. Maybe even the creator doesn't understand really how I got to that point. But I mean, for me as well with that song, like the guitar is very, like there's almost like a bit of like, um, uh, what's the word? Like in the background. And like, you know, I was like trying to get rid of it. I was like, like what's the word? There's like a bit of like, but that's because just I recorded it probably not the correct way. But like, I was like, but this adds to it. And like, you know, someone tried to clean it up for me. I was like, nah, I, I, I just want to keep, this really stripped and like I I always think of this because I loved classics in high school like I was just like really into like classics you know like mythology and stuff and we studied a lot of like um the ancient Greek vases and I, I learned this term called horror vacue and it's pretty much just like the fear of like an open space so like in the early days they would just like fill every space on the vase with like a little like figure and it would just be like a bit of a mess and just like way too crammed and then they kind of started to like understand that a lack of something actually elevates the thing that's there and like and music the same like it's it's kind of scary yes. to have something a little more stripped to have a moment of, of silence but like the the loud needs the quiet and like I just decided to keep that the verse is very simple and that's it's gonna just tell the story better than if I were to you know obviously you're tempted to smash a bunch of production in there but sometimes you just have to tell the story and let it be the main focus. That song is stripped bare, and your your voice, uh, yeah. I think, has has its own life in that song. Oh, thank and, you. <laughs> and, and yeah, I'm familiar with Horror Vacue, and that's yeah, that's that's really interesting. That that song is so stripped down and minimal that mm -hmm. I almost have to strain 
to hear everything. And maybe that draws me in more. <laughs> it's a sign. Be careful. Like that's how they get you. <laughs> you oh, lean good. in and then you get pulled, pulled into yeah. the ocean. <laughs> well, I was leaning in. I was. Yeah. Yeah. It's and I, and all the time. You know what I felt? I felt those <laughs> sparks on my face that you had on the beach making that video. Oh, dang. That's poetic now. <laughs> yeah, I, I leaned in and I felt it all. You felt the heat. Love it. Yeah. But look, before we go, we need to talk about how the heck was that video made? Which one? Oh, Madeline. the Madeline one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't it, isn't it just hypnotic? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So I will, I actually have to talk about it quickly because it's just, it was a really direction because I've only done like live action stuff, you know, like with, yeah. you know, um, and what actually happened, the whole story is that I wanted to film, you know, like a parody music video, but we, we didn't have any budget for this. And like to do pi- anything parody justice, you need a ship. And it, I could not get my hands on a ship. I just couldn't. I, I can pull a lot of strings and I, I you know, I texted ex-boyfriends. I was like, hey, do you know anyone with a pirate yeah. ship? And just this time I could not pull through. And I was like, and like, so we just filmed like a little something on the beach and like the sun set too quickly and we lost, like, it just, it just didn't work. And like, this is the thing. Sometimes it just doesn't work. And but we had this footage of me mouthing the lyrics, right, in pirate clothes. And you can see snippets of it on my, like, TikTok and stuff. Like, I have posted some of it. But and I was just like, man, like, I really love Madeline. I don't want to, like, you know, do a video I'm not fully backing, you know. Like, it just doesn't feel powerful enough for the song. And it's kind of like, oh, what do I do? And then, <clears throat> excuse me, on TikTok, this amazing artist, his name's Noah Miller, um, he actually, like, duetted one of my TikToks and turned, like, a dance I was doing from Cup into like this incredible like stop motion animation and he uses like ai art but then does like thousands of different renders based on an actual video and then like it looks like it's moving because it's like almost like the original you know how they did cartoon back in the day yeah so he he deleted me and i was like oh my goodness what is this and this is like still like you'll see more of this coming up but this is when this was like he pretty much like invented this technique and i was like you know who are you can you can i commission you to make a music video and we started talking and i said look like i have this footage of me mouthing it could you use it to create? I gave the notes I gave him. I said, I want this character to drift in and out of masculine and then feminine. And then it's kind of a sea monster and it's a kraken. And then it's like, it's dead and then it's alive. And it's almost like embodying all the different um, personas of Madeline. And he absolutely delivered. And it's, yeah, I mean, you've got to check it out because it's, it is like, you can't look away. It's so hypnotic. Right. <clears throat> you can't look away. That's, that's yeah. accurate. And so yeah, and, and again, it's simple and it works with the song because it's just, you know, that background and it kind of it's got that stripped backness, but still that thing that draws you in. Oh, my gosh. And so hats off to that TikTok artist. Absolutely. No, Miller. The opposition party is his like artist name. You got to okay. check him out. Oh, my gosh. Great stuff. It's wonderful to talk to you, Kiki. And, you know, again, thank you for carving out time to speak to me. I really appreciate it. Let's stay Absolutely. in touch and um, please yep. just email me or, or uh, reach out anytime you got something. Uh, Love to have you back. Sure. That sounds great. It was a great chat. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. It's Kiki Rockwell from Auckland, New Zealand. This is DJ Crash. Thank you, Kiki. Thank you. Bye. Bye now. (laughs)